Hello and welcome, dear ones. Lisa Michaels here for Alchemical Creation High Priestess, Module 23. Yes, we're going to be talking about the High Priestess role in ceremony when it comes to large groups. Last module we talked about small groups, and now we're going to amplify the energy and talk about large groups. So let's begin calling in sacred space, so dropping a nice deep grounding cord down to the center of the earth. Really making a connection to your physical body, to Mother Earth, and then drawing that energy up through you and out to the galactic core. Really making a connection to the as above. Healing those two, drawing them into your heart. That's bridging the as above, so below, and then expanding your heart as within, so without. As the universe, so the soul. Really connecting to the high priestess over soul and to your sovereignty. Calling on each of the elements, earth, water, air, fire. May they be amplified, each one of them, in you as a high priestess. Calling on spirit, your essence, and the divine feminine and divine masculine and sacred right relationship. Calling on the awareness that everything that you clear as a high priestess spills out and influences and supports the whole. Honoring your role in creation. Honoring your sacred journey to this point in time and space. Honoring the High Priestess role in ceremony. Activating grace, wisdom, truth, beauty, love. Calling in the ancestors, guides, and teachers, Nicole Christine. Anything else you'd like to call into sacred space. And so it is. Beautiful. Now I'd like to dance today to start off with to the circle is cast, really opening to receive what you need. Thank you. 
is Robert Gass, and the circle is cast from Ancient Mother. Sometimes you just have to have that song. And I thought since we were really doing ceremony that that was a great song to use because it really is something that I've used many times in ceremony. It's a really beautiful piece to get in that energy. So I'm curious about what we did last week, your small group ceremony. Um, planning. Did you do some planning? How did it go? Did you have any questions? Um, I'm just curious about that. So I'd love to hear from you. You can, you know, unmute if you want to chat, or you can type in the chat box, or you can send me an email if you're, you know, not on the call live and you want to just share how that went for you. Still working on it. Okay, beautiful. Now, what's important? When we're going from small group ceremony, and I'm really going to say small is under 20 or 30 people even. I guess really 20 to 40 is kind of medium size. So you would do, you, you can do different things with a under 20 person group then you can when you start to get 20 to 40. And when you when you bump up over 40 and you're going toward 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 people, which I've certainly had in ceremony, you, you have to do different physical things. You have to be more attuned to what you are doing physically and how the movement of the energy is happening when you do anything physically. But the other piece is it's really about continuing to step up in terms of your ability to hold the field for larger and larger groups of people. Now, I have to say, my dance background gives me some advantage when it comes to moving large groups of people because I had to think through, you know, how do we get this audience out of here and the next group of children in in time? Five five performances in two days and five dress rehearsals in the days before that and you know, group after group of large numbers of people, I was practiced at moving that. And, you know, if you've never had that kind of practice, it's good to build up to it because things, and even with my practice, there's a really funny, funny story about I was doing, I guess it was the second convergence. And I had all these people being the positions um, and there were a lot of them of Rowena Kreider's, you know, Gaia Matrix, the, all the new worlds or all the positions. And what I wanted people to do was to just walk through, like weave through and acknowledge all of them. But they started doing this thing. And it was this was like, you know, 80 people or so. And they started going and stopping and staring into each other's eyes. And there's, you know, 20 positions at least that they've got to move through. And there's 80 people that need to do it. I'm like, oh, no, that's not what I told them to do. 
That's not what they need to do. This will take us all day long. So there have been times when even with my (laughs) dance background, the people were doing something completely different. They just started it and they would not stop. And then they thought it was funny that I wanted them to move on in the ceremony. I'm like, we will be here like for hours if y'all keep this up. So it's kind of amusing, but that is also part of what you learn in terms of how to move large group energy in ceremony. And we, you know, we talked about holding the energy and really creating this vortex. And and if I'm doing a large group ceremony now, it's so helpful to have other high priestesses be with you and to help you hold the field. I mean, for the convergences, you know, the first two, Nicole and I really did that. And then, you know, I had Kaylin helping to hold the field and some other high priestesses on the third one that we did. So it's just really nice and connecting again to what is coming in, what is leaving, like, so there's the vortex in the upper portion of the field, the vortex in the lower portion of the field, and then holding the connection to each individual and holding the connection to the group. This is all the same but it's tremendously, tremendously amplified. And as with a smaller group, you're still tuning into the same ceremonial components. But instead of thinking it through for a small number of people, you have to think it through for a large number of people. You know, getting them attuned to the place and the purpose and the participants seen and unseen This is where crossing the light bridge from old earth to new earth in ceremonial space. Very, very, very powerful um, ceremony. Very powerful. And it was personally relevant to them. And you want it to be alive for the participants. You want to create this co-creative synergy. And you want to, again, focus the celebratory energy. Now, we talked quite a bit last time about this meal metaphor, and still this is a useful way of thinking about it, even with a large ceremony. When you have a large crowd, it's important to make it fairly simple because, and, you know, these are things that you have to think about, too. You know, if you have a large group of people sitting in chairs and then standing up and putting their chairs up, I mean, you have to think through really carefully what the whole large group is going to do. And when you get a large field, then you're really bridging the the um, the mass consciousness of the group between the conscious and the subconscious. It is very, very potent doing large group ceremonies. And again, you can do it to honor the same things as small groups, you know, It might be a completion, a graduation. You know, for us in the priestess community, you know, going to the next level of of work that we're doing collectively might be for somebody's deep inner healing. It might be to honor somebody's, you know, transition to cronehood or to really come together on a wheel of the year phase. 
like we discussed last time about spring equinox. And you do the same kind of ceremonial structure, but you have to imagine that you've got a large group of people. So let's just take, for instance, that you get a, lar a really large group of people together, and, and I've had this for winter solstice, let's say, and I started off with everybody sitting in chairs. We were going to later get up and dance. But you can't then have 80 people all stand up and go in a big circle and hold hands to call in sacred space like you might do if you had a group of 10. So, you know, you have to think that through. And I've done people getting up in the front of the room and calling in sacred space and even doing a dance to call in sacred space and everybody just connecting to that energetically. Um, so you have to, again, it's about rethinking through how you do it. And I think when you're doing a large ceremony, and I mean a really good-sized ceremony, you know, 60 to 100 or more, it's in many ways it's like a production you know, so that the ability to think through how do we do all these components, do we need a sound system, how does this work, you know, can I be heard if I'm talking to 100 people, um, how do I get their attention again, can we bring in, you know, live drummers or whatever it is. You, This is another level of amplification on every level for what you're doing. This is also a place where you want to be crystal clear yourself as the focalizer of the energy, what you really want energized in that ceremony. And then that ceremonial intent to find some place to share it with your group, and that's really what the group starts focusing on, that centering place of, you know, what's our ceremony about. You can work very simply with the same ceremonial outline. Again, you're just really having to think it through. Now, we had a blast with the last convergence, which was quite a number of years ago now. I think it was 2011. That was the online one. It was 2009. So the first one in 2005 and 2007 and then 2009 of the live events, they just took so much energy. I just haven't done another. I did an online one in 2011 and haven't done another one since because they just take so much energy. Um, but one of the things that we did was there were a lot of other high priestesses already in the area and we divided, we, we came up with a ceremonial intent, but we divided up who was going to hold what portion of the ceremony it made it so much easier. It was beautiful. So sometimes if you can get other high priestesses with you to do that, it's really helpful. But there's things like this kind of large group dance that we did a couple of times that you can't do in the same way, you know, with a small number of people. So you can really, really build the energetic field when you have a large group, which uplifts every person, uplifts the community, it imprints in the cells, and it provides 
some energetic sustainability for the for the collective. And, you know, just you call in sacred space in the same way, like all of the components are the same. And when you're creating your ceremony, you're thinking these things through each time. When? Where are we going to be? Who's going to be part of it? What's the intent? What's the ceremonial structure? This is taken from um, the balcony of a house that I had. We're we're in my backyard um, doing Nicole Christine's Celebrating Her Life ceremony. It was really, really, really beautiful. We just came together in a, you know, very quickly in just a couple of days. It was really beautiful. So as we talked about, too, Earth is that physical realm. Now, as you've got larger numbers, you've got a lot more to think about in terms of the physical space. Is it safe what you're having everyone do? Is there a way for them to connect to the physical realm in some way? You know, tie something on a tree or, you know, do something physical to anchor what they're doing. There's also, you know, physical ceremonies such as burial. And I don't just mean burying a person. Like, you you know, you may collectively dig a hole and everybody puts in an object that they're ready to release and bury. Or you may make a group despacho, which is a that Peruvian um, gratitude bundle for Mother Earth, and then bury that collectively. Or you may decide to, to dig a hole and plant a tree. It's about connecting to the Earth realm in some way, really including the body in the ceremony. And then finding something that touches the heart. Now, sometimes this could be a reading or somebody sharing something. I like to try to find something within the ceremony that really brings some emotion to the surface. Um, you may, you know, bring water in. I, we've had blessings and, you know, people bringing holy water and merging them all together and everybody taking some home or everybody being blessed by that water. Then with the air realm, you know, really keeping the energy present energetically with the focus, the intent, really working on the inner, really making it safe for people who don't agree with what's going on. It's all right if you don't want to do this, you know, giving permission. And then utilizing the power of word, really finding a way to frame things and share things in your larger ceremonies, yeah, that can make a difference. And then fire, you know, you may want to burn objects, light candles, create a sacred fire, do a trance dance or move into altered states. Oh, my goodness. We've had live a whole group of live drummers several times. Really, really, really juicy. Yeah, it keeps everybody moving, shaking, being uplifted. It's very powerful. And then we've done a lot of, you know, uh, kind of role-playing mystery drama kinds of things. So one year we did the Wheel of the Year. One year we did um, the archetypes. Um, one year we put the whole um, natural rhythms mandala out. So sometimes it's 
people coming and being one of the parts. I like to have them dress as the part if they're going to do that. And the group watches, and then the group engages in that. Like they may walk around the Wheel of the Year or walk around the mandala or, you know, walk around the archetypes and really engaging it from a living ceremony kind of a place. And then spiritual realm, you're really you as the high priestess absolutely connecting to the divine, encouraging everyone in your ceremony to connect to the divine and staying connected the whole time so that you're really bridging this inner and outer world. This is a great place when you're working with this in ceremony to heal old religious wounding and to call forth people's essence self. You want to bring the spiritual realm in. Now, I have done elemental guidance with tons of people. You know, when smaller groups, it's really easy to let everybody draw a card. I've had people get a card when they come in, like they pick one. And I've even had in a large group, so everybody with an earth card stand up and then just say your, the name of your card. So the whole room hears that. Like it, you start to engage the whole group. Okay, well, you all sit down. Well, everybody with a water card stand up. Say your water card, and we'll kind of go around popcorny. Um, same thing, so that the, you get those elements brought in. There's so many different ways to do it. It's about playing with it, seeing what wants to come through you in a particular ceremony, what wants to come through you. And then really tuning in and tapping into the timings because working with the timings is definitely something that high, a high priestess would absolutely engage, would do, would connect to, would be a part of. She would be, you know, who would hold sacred space. And, I mean, seriously, if you, if you don't ever want to do a large group ceremony, that's okay. But I encourage you to keep stretching your capacity to hold sacred space and to, you know, I think it was one of the most powerful things I ever did was the year that I took my women's group through the Wheel of the Year. We did ceremony with every point. It was so, so, so powerful. So if you could possibly get, you know, anywhere from six to ten people together, I mean, even a smaller number, but it's got more energetic juju if you've got, you know, five to ten and really get people together to celebrate the wheel of the year and do every point you would be amazed at how deeply it embod that you embody the energies what a deeper understanding that you have of them and as a high priestess you holding that focal point now that doesn't mean you have to do everything you but you're the focalizer so you would you would be like okay who wants to do this part? Who wants to do this part? You're bringing focus to who's doing what portion. And that's just a really, really, really powerful role and important that you take it seriously and responsibly. Again, we've got spring equinox coming up fast and heavy. And so really connecting to that energy and really, really, really working with it. Now, these are some images of some large ceremonies that I just wanted to share with you. This is the last in-person ceremony.
ceremony that we did, and we we went around and we just honored the journey of the other person getting there. Like we would just take a minute and, you know, connect to one person and then move to the other. And it was just this beautiful, I mean, people were crying. It was just touching and beautiful. Beautiful. And you can also have people say things to each other in this kind of a thing. So one circle stays still and the outer circle moves one so that the energy just keeps moving. It's just touching, touching, touching. This is a thing where where waters really, you know, you're allowing the heart to come into a ceremony. Very community building for your group. Then, you know, just the calling in of sacred space, the holding of hands of large numbers of people. Very touching when we can be in physical space like that together some. Here we're dancing um just really moving it down in this space and we just it was fabulous we did a ton of dancing this is the second convergence that we did and this is the mandala that's in natural the natural rhythms book this is as i was just really seeing the mandala come alive and we were doing ceremony with it the dance of creation ceremony really 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 Juicy, very potent, powerful ceremony. It was wonderful. And then this is the first convergence, and Toby Evans brought her her rainbow labyrinth that we had, and everybody walked to the labyrinth, and you can see that there's a whole group of them all dressed in the in the rainbow colors. It was exquisite. Just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful touching ceremony. So now I want you to imagine holding the container for a large group of people. I want you to spend some high priestess time. I'm giving you a little bit of extra time because I want you to work with this energy. And and I'm having you do the imaginal realm first because I want you to just take it into your body and explore it before you even, like, do it. So you'll have a little bit of of connection to what it would be like. And Victoria typed in so many great ideas. Yes, that's beautiful, Victoria. So what I want you to do, and, you know, we've gone through the small group ceremony, and now we've gone through large group ceremony, and I want you to spend the extra time that you have. With, uh, my explanation today was quick because I wanted you to have at least a half an hour already slated for yourself, and I want you to sit and I want you to imagine what kind of ceremony that you could do for at least 20, maybe 30 people, maybe you want to imagine 100 people, where however you've been doing ceremony, amplify that by a considerable amount and think about what would be meaningful for this group of people. Like think it through whether you actually do it or not, think about it, 
Really imagine yourself doing it. Imagine yourself holding the container for this. And map it out as far as you can because I want you to get used to feeling what it would be like for yourself to hold sacred space for a large number of people. And then I'm going to give you one more piece of music before we close today. And what I want you to do is I want you to amplify your high priestess capacity as you're thinking through, you know, how is this going to work um, with me taking, um, holding this kind of space. As you do this dance, I, that's all I want you to do is ask for your high priestess capacity to be amplified, amplified, amplified. All right, so... Up you go. Let's do a little movement for amplification of your high priestess capacity. Mm, nice, nice, nice. There you go.
amplifying that high priestess capacity. Keep seeing yourself standing in more sovereignty, more confidence as a high priestess. Really awaken that ability to be a high priestess leader. And that's what part of what you're going to be imagining is you're imagining holding the container for a ceremony and stepping up that capacity, really being in that. And when you get finished doing your imagination piece, then express your gratitude, ground and close. All right, beauties. Um, blessings on your journey to work with large group ceremony as a high priestess. Hey, Victoria, I've turned the recording off. Angel, do you want to um, unmute and share? Do you have any questions, anything you want to work on? Any, anything that ceremony is bringing up in you? 